Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the podcast. Folks, do I have something for you? I heard about this. I heard online that this is something that a girl says to a guy at a club. And it, it's crazy to me. And, and when I first heard it, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And I want to know, have you heard this thing? And, and when you hear this thing, okay, before I go any further, if you're watching this on YouTube, I appreciate every subscribe, every like, every comment. Thank you very much. And as always, listening to me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the other podcasting platforms, thank you very much. Here's the thing. I heard, and, and if you're a man or woman, you can confirm or deny this, that there's actually a line that women hit men with in the club. It doesn't happen super often, but it does happen. Here's the line. Check it out. I want you to picture a young man in the club or at an event or place like the club. He's talking to his friend. All of a sudden, a very fine-looking young woman approaches him, taps him on the shoulder. He turns around to look at her, a complete stranger, and she goes, how would you like to buy a cute girl a drink? Folks, what the hell? What the actual hell? What do you think about when you hear that? First of all, have you heard that before? This is the first time I'm hearing of it, and it sounds super messed up. Do you know what I'd do if a girl, if a stranger, if I'm having a conversation with a friend of mine and a stranger walked up and be like, how would you like to buy me a drink? How would you like to buy a cute girl a drink? I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'd love to. Whenever a cute girl shows up, you let me know. Oh, it hurts, doesn't it? It hurts. Hey, I'm not the bad guy here. I'm not, don't make me the bad guy. The audacity for you. To go up to a stranger and ask him for drinks? Folks, it's a completely different story. Listen, if I see someone that I'm attracted to, it's definitely possible I go, hey, I'd like to buy you a drink. Hey, would you like to sit down with me? You know, do you want to come sit with me? I'm inviting you. It's an invitation. What she's doing, it's like a reverse date. Imagine if I went up to a girl that I like was like, hey, uh, Brittany, I was wondering, do you want to take me out for some drinks? Like, like do, you, like, do you want to invite me out for some drinks? Would you like to pay for me a complete stranger who you have no idea who I am? I could be a freaking psychopath, but you don't know that. That is such a weird way to approach. Well, Dana, she's just being cute. She's just flirting. It's dumb. It is crazy. What? Like, the same girls who call that flirting would be the same girls who go, well, I flirted with John, but he didn't get it. He didn't get the subtle things. Like, well, what did you do? Well, I said hi to him. You said hi. Hi, that's what counts as flirting? Then I've been flirting with the mailman every goddamn day right that is not flirting so the fact that that this idea of it exists someone comes up to you, folks you know how how critical i am with precision of words and she uses the terminology how would you like to buy a pretty girl a drink you are you, you have an offer for me but the offer is to spend money on you like it's not even hey how would you like to sit down with me that's different hey how would you hey i'd love to buy you a drink that's different 100 percent. how would you like to buy me a drink if I, swear to God, be honest right now, if I went around a restaurant or a club going around to attractive women and being like, how'd you like to buy me a drink? What do you think they'd say? They'd call me uh, homeless. They'd say, go get a job. They'd be like, you're cheap and you're broke. What are you doing here anyways? They'd say, ew, and walk away. They'd be like, dude, like you're broke. Go get a job. What are you doing at the club for? You can't afford a $10 drink or whatever. Whatever. Did you see what I mean? Did you see the weird power play? You're like, Daniel, you're losing. No, 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 I'm not losing. I'm, I'm, I'm onto something here, folks. The psychology behind it. You've got to understand the psychology behind it. It's not saying, do you want to grab drinks? Mutual. It's not saying, can I buy you a drink? Oh, wow, a gracious act from a stranger. It's, how would you like to do this for me? How would you like me to give you permission to worship me? What the, what? What? Get the... 
blank out of here. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? No, absolutely not. No, oh, demanding and stuff like you know me. You don't know me. Man, if my friend who I know is like, hey man, how'd you like to buy me a drink? I'd be like, huh, you don't got money yourself, bro? Like, I mean, I'll do it, but I mean, you know, I'm hesitant. So a stranger comes up to me and what, just because she's good looking, I'm supposed to buy the stranger a drink? Why? Why? What have you done to earn my money? What have you earned? What have you done to earn my time? What have you done to earn my attention and my respect? Nothing. I got no respect for you. You, you got to come talk to me. You got to earn that. And that's not me saying Daniel's on this, on this mountain looking down on everybody. That's saying for you specifically, whether you're a man or a woman, your time is valuable. Your attention is valuable. Your money is valuable. And in a sense, money is valuable because money is the currency of the world. But it's also your money is valuable and who and how you choose to spend it is also important. So the fact that she'd come up with this audacity, how would you like, no, no, why, no, of course not. Why would I? That, that's just, that's so weird to me. What a weird way to look at Why would I buy you a drink? Well, it's mutual, Daniel, because you buy her a drink and she has a conversation with you. Oh my God, what, what am I, a stop sign? Yeah, that, yeah, you get to have a conversation with me. That's your win. That's your W. That's what I'm saying. But what am I, a brick? Am I valueless? I have to buy my value, but okay, then, then what do you do for me? All right, I'll buy you a drink. Well, she'll give you her love. Like, uh, throw that love out the window, bro. I got love too. Okay. And? Like, what? What? That is just so weird. Does that make sense? Like, I know it sounds super weird, and it's just a super weird thing to just kind of make your world really small, but this is important. This goes to a greater message, and the theme of this episode is kind of like, folks, when you let people get away with a certain type of talking and thinking, they will start to behave that way in different aspects. For example, a kid is growing up, he, his, he tells his mom to shut up. And he uses a couple of four-letter F-words too. The mom doesn't say anything about it. Well, guess what? That young man, how do you think he's going to speak to his girlfriend? If he's speaking to his mom like that, yikes. How do you think he's going to speak to his coworkers? How do you speak, think he's going to speak to his friends, right? Because you think that that's normal and that's not meant to make it as an excuse, but that's meant, meant to just kind of put you in this mindset of, folks, if you, there's, there's a gentleman, his name is Myron on Fresh and Fit Podcast, and this is just a very little thing. He would say things like, oh man, if your girl does something that makes you happy, you got to reward her. If she makes you upset, you got to punish her. And people will be like, punish? Like, what are you talking about? Like, she's not a dog. She's, she's not an animal. Folks, punish doesn't mean like a slave, like a dog. Punish means actually, if you look at behavioral psychology, specifically applied behavioral analysis, you hear names like Pavlov, you hear names like Skinner, I highly recommend, go Google this. Positive reinforcement, negative reinforcement, positive punishment, negative punishment these things are important and no they're they're used on human beings so don't think if you say oh this person gets punished it means that it's like a slave or like an animal or something not at all quite the contrary but it, it does work with animals for sure but the message is here you gotta be really careful what you allow people to say what you allow your people to get away with whether it be your supervisor and this is your workplace your ceo what do you tolerate your employees doing what kind of jobs are what kind of excuse me jokes are okay and what kind of jokes are like hey man i gotta talk to you we, we can't have any of that around here one thing that you see in a lot of this work is this very inclusive and diversive new policies right nothing about gender ethnicity pronouns all that stuff so you kind of have to lay the foundations, right? Now that happens at, a, at an organizational level, at a more macro country level, but it also happens at a micro level. In your house, what is okay for you to say and what is not okay for you to say? 
that's really, really important. Just think about that for a second. In your home right now, whether you live with your parents, whether you live with your spouse, whoever, whatever your living arrangement is, there are some things that you know are all right to say and to joke about and to make fun of. And there are some subjects that you maybe stay away from. You go, this is not all right. Have you ever met someone and you go and like you just, you hear them yapping away and you're like, oh man, like nobody's ever called you out before. And it shows. You know, you meet a kid and you're like, your parents didn't beat you when you were younger. And it shows, right? And, and when you see people like that, it's like in one sense, you might feel a little envious and be like, man, like people really let you get away with saying anything, huh? Like, wow, that must be nice. But on the other hand, you also feel bad for them because you know that what you would much rather have is someone at home shutting you up because they care for you and it's coming from a place of love as opposed to someone out there. If you are a parent listening to this and you, and you have a child who is running their mouth or who is doing things that you know is not acceptable in society, do not turn your back to it. That is the worst thing you could do. Imagine them doing that same action out there in a public setting. Because what happens is, oh, I don't want to upset my child. I would much rather have you upset your child and tell them, no, you can't have breakfast. Uh, you can't have pizza for breakfast. No, you have to go to school. You have to, whatever. As opposed to a stranger doing it. Because you, you don't want a stranger doing it because you, it's not going to come from a place of love. It, it, it can't. It's not going to be the same amount of love that a parent's going to guide and put on the child so please folks if you, if you see something and and ladies this is one for you too if you're in a relationship and your boyfriends just has some aggressive tendencies he shouts a little bit he he yells at you he, his way of resolving problems or throwing things you've got to call it out right then and there and it's not about getting loud it's not about just crying it's going hey i don't appreciate that attitude and if you're worried for your safety or whatever don't say anything wait a little bit one hour two hour three hour two comes down and be like hey i just want to let you know that raising your voice is not okay i do not tolerate that if we're going to be in this relationship we have to make accommodations for one another i'm sure there's things that i do that you don't love and i'll make sure to make a mental note and do them for you but you have to reciprocate these are some things that i do not tolerate and you raising your voice is one of them what are we going to do about this and again, it's not even about the result necessarily, but it's about you making clear, hey, this is what I'm okay with. This is what I'm not okay with. You got no right to talk to me like this. So imagine someone who is in a relationship like that, but they don't do that. They don't set their boundaries. So they get walked all over and God forbid they get hurt or something happens. Excuse me, you guys break up. Now he's going to another relationship and guess how he's going to treat his next girlfriend and his next girlfriend. Man, it's wired. He's wired to speak to people that way. So when I meet these girls who just think that they're the greatest and they're the best and they're, man, I've, I've met, no, I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to, no, 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 that's, that's false dilemma fallacy. I was going to say I've met a lot of girls who don't have any self-esteem and I've also met girls who think that they're the queens of the country, man. The way they carry themselves because they're good looking so they think they're better than everyone. They look down on people. Oh my God, just get the hell out of here, dude. You, you can feel the presence. Oh Jesus. Oh my goodness. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know if that comes from just insecure and low self-esteem, thinking that their looks are all they have. So maybe they just double down on their looks. You know, I don't know. I really don't know what it is. But unfortunately, I have seen a lot of clips of, of women online recently. And just the way that they talk to some people, like it's crazy to me, especially guys. Like those poor guys who are maybe not getting a lot of girls who in this day and age, we call them simps, who will bend over backwards for a girl just to like them. And they'll do anything for her. You know, and I, I saw a video somewhere, I don't know if this is true or not, but they said, don't ever listen to what makes a girl happy. They said, if you, if you want to be a boyfriend, don't do it because she will turn you into her gay best friend. 
right? She wants you to go shopping together. She wants you to paint your nails together. That Don't worry about making her happy, right? It's about making sure that she wants you in a romantic way. It's about making sure she wants you in a sexual, in, in a different sense. The fact of the matter is this. People are allowed to do this. I don't know who I'm more upset at. Am I more upset, and, and this is a good question for you too, at the people who treat other people like this, who, who just act arrogant and my word is, is the word of God and I'm going to raise my voice if you don't agree and I'm going to start throwing things and hitting you, especially if I'm a woman. Because if I'm a woman and if I hit you and you're a man, nobody cares about you. I'm being completely honest. What are you going to do? You're going to tell someone? Yeah, you're not going to tell anyone. I can throw knives at you. I can throw chairs at you. I can beat you and you're not going to tell anybody. And no one's going to care. So these are extreme things to keep in mind. And, and my thing is like, well, do I get upset at someone for exhibiting that sort of behavior? Or do I get upset at the, the victim who takes all this, who doesn't stand up for themselves, who doesn't leave, who just takes the beating because they love the person? Or, or I, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. It has to be love. It has to be emotional. It can't by any means be logical thinking. One of the reasons why you have things like OnlyFans and, and if for people who don't know what OnlyFans is, it's basically like a subscription service um, where I, if I'm not mistaken, you can like follow people like, like YouTube or Instagram, but I believe it's paid to follow or maybe it's free and then you got to pay for like exclusive content. They're basically just half naked shots, right? And then I guess like each creative design defines how much like... like um, what the, the exposure of the photos are going to be. I don't even know if it's like pornographic. Like, I don't know how far that OnlyFans things go. But that's one of those things where it's like, if you show yourself in a certain way, in a provocative manner, why does that work? Why can you tell people they're garbage? Why, why can you have guys chase you and use them and use their money and, and just completely belittle them? Because you have supply, that's correct. But there's also demand. So as long as there's, there's men and women who are willing to let themselves be walked all over, abused, uh, physically, emotionally, there will always be people who will be there to take advantage of them. Right? So, so my argument is maybe less about, hey, don't be a jerk, which is a fair point, but it's more about, hey, stand up for yourself. I don't care how much you love John. If he's still beating you four out of seven days of the week, you got to leave. Hey, I don't care how much you love your kid, Timmy. If he tells you to shut the fuck up, you got to talk to Timmy, whether Western style parenting or Eastern style, Asian, Middle Eastern style parenting, if you know what I mean. But I, you know, I'm not saying anything. I'm just putting it out there. Do your own research. But what, I, what I'm saying is this. When you let someone, oftentimes when people meet each other for the first time, we're playing a game. We're playing a game of how much am I going to let the other person get away with and vice versa? What are they cool with? What are they not cool with? You kind of start touching buttons and you go, well, what do you think of politics? What do you think of religion? Oh, you're very serious about religion. All right, I'm not going to make jokes about that. What if I make jokes about this? What about family? Are you cool with family? Oh, you don't like to talk about family. Oh, we love to talk about sports. So we kind of feel each other out, right? So we figure out what makes someone tick and, and what they're against and what they're not against. And due to past relationships and socialization, People are really used to talking a certain way, thinking about things, acting a certain way. And oftentimes when you meet someone and there's an incongruence between your actions, your beliefs, your values, and what's okay and what's not okay, and someone else's, they won't match. So naturally what you have to do is you have to put them in check. You gotta go, hey man, whoa, whoa, that's not cool here. Uh, maybe back there it was all right and no one said anything, but over here we don't tolerate that. So that's really, really important for both, right? To one, be mindful of yourself and also to be mindful of, of what other people are doing. For the last year or so, well, I've had this podcast, my, my, my narrative was always, guys, be nice, be kind, be loving, give back, 
Now I've, I've switched the role. I've, I've, I've talked to the bullies enough. Now let's talk about the people who are being bullied. It's about, hey man, listen, if that guy's gonna punch you in the face, whatever. I've told him not to punch you in the face. He's gonna punch you in the face. You might as well punch him back, right? You might as well finish it if he's gonna start it. Fact of the matter is this. How dare you? How dare you allow other people to belittle you? That is pathetic. You are only, a, do you know why you're a loser? And not you listening because losers don't listen to this podcast but <laughs> anyone who isn't listening you can tell them do you know why they're losers it's not because of their looks it's not because of their accomplishments it's not because of their acne they're losers because they allow other people to treat them as such if you allow people to belittle you you have just set your own worth does that make sense if the girl comes up how would you like to buy a cute girl drinks and you're that dude and you're bending over backwards for these girls who are just using you you have just placed your value way below what you're actually worth. That's not me calling you out. That's not the world calling you out. That's just saying, hey, bro, you are, you are madly, madly underpriced. And you're doing it to yourself. Because there's supply, but you are bringing in so much demand. And you're letting this person talk this way to you. It's absolutely heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. I don't even know. I was going to say, I don't know what to say. But I've been talking for 17 goddamn minutes. So clearly, I do know what to say. Unfortunately, there are a lot of women who, I mean, and again, men and women, they're both, right? But just recently, I've seen more videos of these girls who are either OnlyFans, IG models. They're, they're something, in, and it's generally where they're, they're very good looking, and they've been told that they're good looking, and that's bad. That's negative. I'll tell you why. Every once in a while, you wear a nice dress, as a, men and women, but for women, they're more likely to um, acquire psychological disorders, like the depressions, the anxieties. They're more likely to happen to women than to men. It's good every once in a while. Don't get me wrong. Hey, your dress looks really nice. Wow, Cindy, your hair looks great. You look stunning. But if you keep hitting them over and over again, it's going to go to their head. It's not good. It is not good. They're going to get used to it. And all they hear is positivity. And they're going to get, one of my favorite words, this delusional perception of their value and what they really are. Why am I not on Tinder? Why am I not on Bumble? Because... I will lose to both ways. Either one, people tell, oh my God, you're amazing. Oh, you're the best looking dude I've ever seen. It's all going to go to my head, right? And the problem is that if I just keep hearing that over and over again, that might not be a realistic reflection of how I truly look, right? Depending on just by chance, depending on who sees it, depending on who swipes. And I don't like that ego boost and I don't like that external validation and that, that dopamine release. Because guess what? It'll go up to my head and the moment someone says, dude, you're not that good looking, it'll hurt even more. Vice versa. You go on Tinder or Bumble or something, you expect to get 20 matches, you only get two. Guess, guess where your self-esteem is? In the dumps, dude, right? So you, you gotta be careful. That's the same reason I don't read comments anymore. On Instagram, a little bit here and there, because thankfully I'm on Instagram, I'm not nearly in the same spot of TikTok. TikTok, I have over 30,000 followers, so man, I just get all a bunch of goofy comments. I don't even read them anymore. But Instagram, usually it's friends, usually it's family, I'll read them. But what I'm saying is, man, too much positivity is bad for you. And, and obviously, too much negativity is also bad for you. So you got to be careful. But really, folks, just let's just be a lot more self-aware about how we, how we talk and how we allow other people to talk to us. Recently, I've had a complete shift in perspective. Over the last six months or so, I've been a lot more honest with myself and with people around me. There's a Drake song. It came out a couple years ago. It was called... It wasn't called, but there was a line in the song and it said, I would have so many friends if I held back the truth and I just gave out compliments. I don't know what song that is, but that was one of them. And essentially, I was doing that, but just the opposite. 
a couple years ago, I had so many friends because I always held like, I just give out compliments. I had this idea of if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So I would just say compliments. And they weren't fake by, by any means. Like I, I, if I liked the person, I made it known. But if I didn't like something, I, I wouldn't say it. I just keep it to myself. In the last six months or year or so, I've been more honest. The things that I think I've been saying them out loud. And it's very fascinating because guess, guess what people have called me? I've been called arrogant. I've been called an asshole. I've been called the bad guy. I've been called delusional. I've been called shallow. And I thought, isn't that fascinating? The things that you do, I don't call you out on it. But the moment I start talking the way you're talking, I start thinking the way you're talking, now I'm the bad guy, huh? Fine, I will be the bad guy. And I'll be a damn good bad guy. I cannot tell you how liberating it is to say what you truly feel. Genuinely. Like, honest to God. It feels unbelievably good. If someone pissed you off, let them know. Don't be angry. Don't be emotional. But let them know. Hey, man, I, no, that's not cool. If someone says, hey, would you rather like to do this, this, or this? Just to be friendly. Don't say, well, whatever you guys want to do. No. This is what I want to do. I really, really, really want to do this. Now, again, I'm also mindful. I'm also considerate. If there's five of us and I say I want to do X, everyone else wants to do Y, whatever. Democracy. You know, doesn't matter. I said my piece. But always be honest. If I have a friend who says, hey, Daniel, this is, how do I look in this dress? I'd be like, oh, you look unattractive. It does not make you look nice. And I'm saying that because I care for you. Because I don't want you to hear that from a stranger unlike these fake friends of yours who will say, yeah, you look great. I care for you more than they do because they care for your feelings right now. I care for your feelings in the long term. The same way when, when you see a friend and please do this, but they got something in the teeth. You're about to go out somewhere. Do you really not say anything? I said, it'll be an awkward conversation. Or do you say something so then they don't go out there and embarrass themselves when they're talking to someone? Say what you truly feel. What are you so afraid of? For me, six, seven months ago, I was like, oh man, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And I was, it was just being so considerate to the point where I just, I wasn't being honest. And I felt like I was holding back a lot. And guess what happens? You become a little resentful towards people. So in the last six, eight, 10, 12 months, I've really been working on just being honest. Hey, Daniel, can you do this favor for me? I could, but, but I, I don't want to. Why? Are you busy? No, I'm not busy. I just, I'm not in the mood. Oh, Daniel, let's hang out. Nah, I don't think so. Oh, you got school? No, I just, I, I don't want to, I, I don't enjoy being in your presence. Daniel, that sounds harsh. Who cares? And? A, a mistake that I made a couple years, six months ago, two years ago, was I said, I'm a respectful individual. No matter who you are, I will always show you respect. I have changed my mind. I will not show you respect. I will not be polite. If you are a piece of garbage, I will treat you as such. If you are a respectful individual, I promise you, I can be the most respectful, polite, courteous individual you will ever meet in your goddamn life. But if you come talk to me with an attitude, with an arrogance, with some sort of audacity, you will have no respect from me. And I, and I plead you to do the same. Do not give your respect to people who don't deserve it. Do not, I used to, I mean, I'm a respectful person. I want to be kind to everybody. No, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve my kindness. You don't deserve my attention or my time. You are not valuable to me. I do not enjoy being in your presence. Beat it. I'm happier this way. I feel realer this way. I feel more genuine this way. It wasn't that I wasn't genuine before, but it was, I would only say things that I thought was positive and anything that was negative, I would just kind of keep it to myself. If I agreed, I'd say it. If I disagreed, I'd just be silent and I'd just listen. You know, but now, no, man, I'm being more obvious. I'm being more 
louder with, with my opinions and hey man, this is what I think. And if it makes you upset, I really do not care. I sincerely do not care. Now I know people are going, well Daniel, you gotta be careful not to be extreme. You can't be super, super kind and courteous and then just go super 180 and go, hey, F everybody. That's not what's happening here. But it's being honest when you can. And being honest when you should. Not only with other people, but with yourself. If you don't like the situation, say it. If you don't want to go to the event, tell them. Like, nah, I'm, I'm just not interested. And don't make up some excuse, I'm busy. No, I'd, I'd just rather be at home. I'd literally rather be at home and do nothing than go here. Daniel, that's really hurtful. Am? Do you want me to lie to you? No. You got your own discretion, right? You can, you can think about how you want to use your terms and, and what you want to say and how you want to say it. But I don't care. You know, it just it just comes to a point where like, yo, this is what I think. You know, I've I've spent so so many years being considerate for other people, but then you notice that where, where's that consideration when it's being reciprocated? It's not there. Why aren't they being mindful? It's not there. So with people who act a certain way, you got to act the same way towards them. I'm 21 years old and I've just come to this realization. Maybe I should have earlier. Maybe I was too naive. Maybe I put. Maybe I, maybe I thought people were better than they were. Maybe I didn't look at them for what they really were, but for what they could be. And in doing so, I only highlighted their positive traits and overlooked their negative traits. But now I call it like I see it. Now, like, for example, on my Instagram recently, uh, I put this girl who was just, I mean, I don't know what it was. It was just her. Her ass was just hanging out of this bikini. And it said, hashtag motivation. And I literally put it on my story. I was like, yo, I was like, I see these photos three times a day. What does this have to do with motivation? Those followers are not because of your personality. We're literally just looking at you as an object. Every dude is literally thinking about, wow, how nice it'd be to sleep with you. And you could talk about man, men objectifying men or such animals or blah, blah. Like, hey, young lady, don't get this twisted. You want us to look at you. You just don't want to say it. And anyone who says... Anyone who posts anything online and says, I don't want people to see it, you're now a liar. That's, that's exactly what you are. If anybody meets you and says, yeah, I post things online, but not for other people to see it, just for me. In the words of Chael Sonnen, you've just met a liar. Folks, do you know how many pictures I have of myself shirtless, flexing in the mirror? Do you know? I don't even know how many. None of them have seen the light of day. Do you know why? Because they're for me. It's none of your goddamn business. That's why it's my camera roll. If you put it out there on Instagram, on Facebook, the definition is you want other people to see it. You put out music so people judge your music. You put out art so people can judge the art. I'm speaking English, right? This isn't groundbreaking. So when I have a girl who's only posting pictures of her ass, come out and start saying, I can't believe men are objectifying me like this. Lady, what are you talking about? There's nothing wrong with you taking sexy bikini photos. I encourage you, go for it. If that gets you your viewers and your sponsorships and your TV deals, go for it. How dare you come out and say that that you're, you don't play a role in this, that you don't enjoy the rewards of people looking at you. Okay, well, don't post those sorts of pictures. Oh, well, where do all the followers go? You've got to be honest about what you see and you've got to be honest about what you do. You might see a girl doing certain things and call it she's being an object. Another person might see a girl doing certain things, she might call it she's being confident and she's being empowering. Imagine a dude who has a wife and he follows the hashtag motivation and he sees a picture of a girl in a bikini half naked three times a day. You go explain to his wife that that is a woman just being empowering. Huh? You give that goddamn try. You won't be able to. 
you will not be able to. Be honest. That, that's the whole message of this team. Be honest about everything, about what you like, about what you don't like. It's crazy because you think we're going back to grade two. But if you don't like little Timmy, tell little Timmy to beat it. If you like little Timmy, tell little Timmy to stay. The important thing is this. Be unbelievably, unapologetically straightforward and honest. Just, yeah. Just be blunt, upfront, and honest all the goddamn time. And if you're worried about hurting feelings, don't. Don't. Like, just don't. Do not. I would rather have you not like me and I look out for your well-being than you like me, but I don't look out for your well-being. Now, when you're going to say something, say it in the nicest way possible. Be as kind as you can. Don't say, hey, Vanessa, you're looking really fat. Be like, hey, Vanessa, I really care about your health. Um, have you, like, well, what have you been eating recently? Or like, have you been working out lately? Like, there's, there's different ways you can do it. Use your own discretion. But folks, be honest. Be absolutely honest about yourself, about how you value yourself. And if people are treating you like dirt, just take a look around and go, man, why am I allowing people to treat me like dirt? And hopefully, that'll open another door to another part of your life. You'll be better for it. And you'll say, man, thank God I tuned into the Daily Tuesday Experience on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on all other Google platforms, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, every Monday morning. Thank you very much for tuning in. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe.